Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, episode 159, How CEOs Can Use LinkedIn to Strengthen Business Relationships. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success on the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And sitting right across from me, as usual, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam. It's terrific to join you for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And as always, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to accelerate themselves and their companies to their next level of game-changing innovation, growth, and success. Now, Pam, we've spoken in previous episodes about the importance of strengthening business relationships, not only in person, but through social media. That's right. Take LinkedIn, for example. Now, more CEOs and C-suite executives are developing LinkedIn profiles to connect for career opportunities, right? right? Sure. But it can be so much more. LinkedIn can be used very effectively as part of a bigger picture strategy to strengthen business relationships. And this can lead to opportunities that can impact your business in potentially game-changing ways. Yeah. Now, someone who over the years has developed a strong expertise in using LinkedIn for a variety of objectives is our friend, Sid Vaidya. Sid is a commercial banking professional with over 10 years of experience working with middle market businesses on growth and efficiency strategies. Prior to that, he helped run a family food business for six years. Sid holds an MBA from Quinnipiac University and a bachelor's degree in accounting from Berkeley College. Sid is also an active networker and dedicates time to the business and social community. This includes running a networking event that he'll tell us about called Switch. He also co-chairs the Corporate Growth and Awards Committee for the Association for Corporate Growth of New Jersey and is a board member with the Boys and Girls Club of Union County, New Jersey. Sid, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Scott. Pleasure to be here. And uh, thank you for the wonderful intro. Oh, you're very welcome. You know, I was thinking about how we met And it was, in fact, through networking. You were on my committee on the Corporate Growth Conference for ACG. It's amazing how opportunities have been created as a result of this. And of course, that was all in person. But now we're talking about LinkedIn. And one of the common ways that C-level execs use LinkedIn is for career and job search. I mean, we all know that, right? But you believe that it has the potential to be much more than that. What is the underused potential of LinkedIn, say, versus other forms of social media that many senior executives are missing out on? So that's a fantastic question. And, you know, from my point of view, the potential for networking between C-level folks is the biggest thing that I'm recognizing that LinkedIn hasn't been uh, utilized as well. So there's Mm -hmm. major potential on LinkedIn. And, you know, when when you think, what is it that you're saying, Sid, that C-level people aren't connecting with each other? Why? What's going on? And I'm telling them, well, look, you know what? You got to go back to the alumni base via LinkedIn. You got to go back to, and that's, you know, whatever college, 
You got to mm-hmm. go potentially filter within the industry. And a lot of folks, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, C-level people, they just don't know. So a lot of my outreach, um, particularly when I'm talking about LinkedIn, is just teaching them how the filtering process works. Because a lot of them think, oh, well, how am I going to get to the other person? Well, I say, well, you got to get through this hurdle first. So you have to first find the people and then develop relationships. So how did you uh, come to start using LinkedIn in this more sophisticated way? Yeah. And look, I've had LinkedIn for over 10 years. So when LinkedIn first came out, I saw some level of potential. I said, wow, you know, there's an opportunity here to go in. It looks like social media, but there's a level of professionalism. This is also when I was in the job searching market, right? Looking for opportunities out there. And LinkedIn was very popular back then for for headhunters, like you just mentioned. So I've had it for over 10 years. But roughly about three years ago, now probably four now, talking about it, I, I recognized that LinkedIn, there's more people coming onto that platform. And there is networking and prospecting opportunities. And this was also roughly around the time that LinkedIn started introducing really more of the premium service, started introducing Sales Navigator. They were really trying to launch and push themselves out there because Facebook started seeing um, some little, a little bit of a drop. And so LinkedIn started coming into the picture. So I told myself, I said, you know what, I got to figure it out at this point. It was roughly about three to four years ago is when I really started putting some time into development of LinkedIn. And at that time, mm-hmm. honestly, I was probably two to 300 connections. And now, um, as of yesterday or this morning, I'm over 8,600. So definitely it's added values. Wow. But, uh, but you know, it, it takes time. You know, a, a, with anything in life, it's what you put into it, you're going to get some value back out. Absolutely. So let's talk a bit about what some of these potential opportunities are that go beyond career search. How else could somebody benefit that goes beyond finding a new job? Perfect. This is a very good question because I myself have met hundreds, hundreds of people via LinkedIn. And I've and, and when I say met, I mean, I'm talking phone chats and in-person meetings because of LinkedIn. And it's because I've done the outreach as an introduction. And then after that, you follow it up. So historically, if you think about it, and, and particularly, I, I, you know, you, you may not consider yourself in any level of a sales role, but I see every single person in any organization at some level to be part in a sales role because you're always trying to sell something, maybe your company, mm-hmm. your brand, something. Well, so, you know, historically, you're just sending an email introduction, maybe a direct mailer, a phone call. Those are value adds, no doubt. But I'm recognizing with LinkedIn, when I do a LinkedIn request, and I'm very uh, methodical, and I write out a nice little request rather than just clicking the connect, that request goes directly either into the email, but more importantly, it actually gets into a notification. So if you're an Android or Apple device, right, which I think 90% of the world is probably, mm-hmm. it shows up as a notification on your page. So now all of a sudden, Sid, who's been calling me for six months, all of a sudden just came top of mind because Sid sent me a LinkedIn request or LinkedIn message. And that's that was the power of the LinkedIn to hit the, the phone, you know, on, on the phone. So now when I tell people, I said, look, take it out of just the context of just connecting with somebody and utilize it as a sales, utilize it as a networking tool, 
and utilize that as a way to connect with people, true connections. But don't just stop at LinkedIn. Now request the next thing, you know, which we'll talk about further on. So it can be much, much more than just going out for job search. And we're going to talk more about that. But first, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Sid Vaidya, social networker extraordinaire, about how CEOs and other C-suite executives can get even more value from LinkedIn for building business relationships. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to ignite, sustain, and boost the momentum it takes for game-changing results. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. To everyone listening, welcome. We're glad you joined us, whether it's because you're a subscriber or you've just found us wherever you pick up your podcasts. But there is a special reason to visit growthignitersradio.com. This is the only way you can access all of the previous podcast episodes from the past five years. So listen to some of our other great episodes and check out the show notes and other features with award-winning CEOs and best-selling authors. Go to growthignitersradio.com today. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are speaking with Sid Vaidya, a commercial banking professional and professional networker, about how CEOs and others can go beyond the basics of LinkedIn and use it to build and strengthen business relationships. Sid, how can people find out more about you? Oh, thank you, uh, Pam, uh, for having me on the show. Thanks, Scott, as well. Um, the easiest way to find me is LinkedIn, since we're talking on the topic of LinkedIn. <laughs> That's right. Sid Vaidya, um, you can't miss me. Uh, I'm uh, one of three in this entire, I think, country, or at least on LinkedIn that I'm aware of. So that's the easiest way. Also, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at I am Sid Vidia. That's the handle. Very easy two ways to connect with me. Um, those are the fastest ways as well, because you end up directly into my notification on my phone. So I, I, I will see you front center. That's great. And Vidya is spelled V-A-I-D-Y-A. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So now everybody's going to be reaching out to you. Let's go back to our conversation here. Uh, we've been talking about how there's much more potential to LinkedIn. And of course, the first step is that you have to collect your connections. And of course, that's one thing. But using them effectively is another. So going from that superficial to the more in-depth what is a realistic objective for developing a connection with someone using LinkedIn? Is it to move to a phone conversation? I mean, why are we doing this? Wow, you guys, you guys really have some fantastic questions because these are these are questions that actually I get asked all the time uh, in different manners. So uh, you know, I, I'm I'm more than happy to explain it. So whenever I make a new LinkedIn connection, and look, I'll tell you. Um, you know, Openly, this morning, I woke up and I saw four new LinkedIn connections, brand new. They were requesting me. So the first thing, you know, of course, I'm looking at the bio profile, seeing what's going on, right? The okay. next thing after that is my intro message back to them. And the intro message is always, at least from my perspective, is how about we get on the phone or let's set up an in-person meeting if you're within my geography? Because okay. this creates one, an action point. 
And it also confirms if the other person on the other side who's now requested me or vice versa, if I request them, mm-hmm. is serious mm-hmm. about making the connection. Interesting. And I'll give you guys a fantastic example that happened actually last night. So I was at a, I was at a, uh, um, a food conference. I, you know, I have, I have a big background in food. I was at uh-huh. a food conference and I saw this one company, fantastic company. I said, wow, this is, this is definitely uh, next gen. It was a young company. Um, and so I said, all right, let me get onto LinkedIn and just, you know, congratulate the owners. I said, fantastic company, uh, want to introduce myself. And that, that's all I started off with. Mm-hmm. The person um, accepted my connection, right? And so the next point that, again, that touch point, that action point is, you know, that I provided is, hey, can we get on the phone briefly? Or are you in this, uh, you know, metro New York marketplace that I, we can connect? And the guy said, listen, I really appreciate the connection, but this is, um, you know, I'm not interested in any services at this point, which I mm-hmm. that's that's understandable. And then I said, you know, beyond the services, I was really impressed with your product and as well as the team that was behind the product. And I checked out your website. This is all directly in the message. Uh-huh. And the guy replied back saying, oh, that's the reason you're interested in talking with me. I said, yes, I actually am really impressed and I'd like to get a better understanding being that I've, I was in this space. And all of a sudden, we set up a coffee meeting. So I took fabulous. a person who was not interested into looking into a coffee meeting because people, they have habits and people understand. As a business owner, I remember those days when I get a random person that reaches out to me and says, hey, you know, we can do this for you, that for you. And I, we don't have the time and day at that mm-hmm. time, I could think. So I, I respect these people's time. But at the same time, I hope to add value in their life. This is really important because, and I want to dig deeper into this, because when you're connecting with someone that you don't know, you've, you've made a connection on LinkedIn one way or another, there's no personal interaction, getting from that to a relationship can seem really daunting. You, you've already started with uh, this example. Let's dig deeper. How do you create a conversation that is actually real and meaningful and relevant to both parties so you have a relationship and you can go forward with that. Right. So LinkedIn is very good where they give, when you fill out a profile, they tell you how, like, you know, to a hundred percent, how your profile is. Like, you know, if you're missing like college section, if you're missing this section, there's so much data that you have to pre-fill the LinkedIn profile with. And so my touch point or my way, if I've never had a communication with that person is to find that touch point. May that be the industry they're in. May that be the college university they're in. May that be even if somebody complimented them and gave them um, and and said, hey, you know what, I recommend this person for uh, commercial banking services. I'll connect with them reading that. And that will be my intro because all of this data is readily available as long as a person is like, you know, not living a 19, uh, you know, 30s lifestyle where they blocked all this data. Most Uh of the data for the average person is readily available. And now I take that data and I create a conversation because in our lives, if you really go back to every little thing that you've done, you've probably had touch points along the way that you can kind of relate to. But that form of relatability is very important. And LinkedIn does a good job providing that data. So the data is there. Now you have to add you have to bring that data in into the picture and make use of the data. Okay, so you have to build on that. Now, what if the person doesn't respond at all? You send something out and maybe they connect and you and you follow up with a message. You've done a little research 
and crickets, nothing happens. What then? Look, uh, you know, and that if, if you think about the phone calls, if you think about the email, all of this, if, depending on what purpose you're trying to network for, of course, you know, if I'm doing it purely for prospecting, you know, the, the, the numbers are very low. It's, it's the truth. You know, if, if you're a thought leader and you're trying to connect with another thought leader and you're putting data out there in front and center and people read it, it's not like, oh, well, you know, I, you know, if somebody says, oh, I have, I don't get onto LinkedIn much or I haven't seen it. I'm telling you, I speak with people and they tell me that. And I'm like, yeah, but how is it possible if Apple or Samsung, they automatically set up notifications? How is that possible? But if somebody is not responding, then I give it time. And there's a level of follow-up that needs to be done. I, I give it about two to three weeks because mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. I could do it faster depending on the urgency, but generally I'm giving two to three weeks. And also the other thing is, is um, you got to also account for things that the person on the other side may be involved in. They might be involved in a big project. This is not the right time, whatever the story is. So a little bit of it requires patience, but there's also a level of follow-up as well. And I give it two weeks. And it, this, this is down to my principles because on the phone, I do the same thing. By email, I do the same thing. So I've integrated LinkedIn into my strategy. So Sid, we're talking about relevance. And there is so much going on in our lives that we have to make the time to uh, do the things that are most important. We have to find ways to communicate where we're most impactful. So what's been the most impactful thing you've ever done to stay top of mind without being perceived as spam? This is something I actually am fairly, I'd say maybe about a year into it, is uh, LinkedIn has become an avenue uh, or a medium really uh, for me to get out there and present myself, who I am, and also uh, just data about what my knowledge is. And I make short videos. They're generally uh, no more than five minutes. And, um, you know, when I first started uh, the, you know, the average video, you know, I was getting about a couple hundred and now um, my average video is getting over a thousand to roughly about 3000 views. Wow. Wow. And so the videos are generally tied to networking, time management, and other self-development strategies. Because me, even though I, you know, I'm a commercial banker, um, I do like to talk on these topics. And also, it's a conversation starter or an icebreaker. Um, mm-hmm. But what's even more crazier is I'm telling people now is when I make these videos, roughly about 20 or 30% of my audience actually sees this. So I'm telling people to comment on my videos now, because if 20 or 30% of my audience, which is 8,000 people, that's a big number. Mm-hmm. So now those people also see that, oh, Pam commented on this video. Interesting. Who's Pam? Let's dive into who Pam is, because Pam is connected to Sid. And then also along that way, most people that end up seeing my video that don't actually know who I am will actually go onto my profile. And so now I have access to see who actually went onto my profile. So if you, Pam, looked at my profile this morning, I can see that six hours ago, Pam looked at my profile. And you care that Pam, you care about who Pam is. Yeah, exactly. Because the next question is, why did Pam look at my profile? And so a lot of people may just be, you know, what I would call window shopping, just to kind of mm-hmm. look and see who this person is because somebody either told them to check it out or they may have saw my video as a third party. What, mm-hmm. what is getting, um, and, and so, so when you talk about impactfulness, that's been the most impactful because I'm getting connections, like I'm getting so many inbound connections. 
versus me doing the outbound, reaching out to people, I'm getting more people that are actually saying, hey, I need to know Sid. Mm-hmm. Well, so it brings it brings it all together then. Yep. You're reaching out and they're coming back to you. You're developing that relationship the way you need to do that. So we're going to take another quick break. And uh, when we come back, Scott and I will speak more about ideas that CEOs and C-suite executives can immediately use for strengthening business relationships on LinkedIn. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, and we focus on enabling visionary leaders to dramatically increase momentum for game-changing results. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. One of the big advantages to building strong and varied networks is that some of your relationships can develop into actual business relationships, including various types of alliances and other partnering arrangements. That's right. If you're thinking along these lines, we invite you to download our free special report on building powerful strategic alliances. We developed our findings and conclusions from a study which gathered responses from senior executives in over 15 industry sectors. While strategic partnering is becoming more important than ever before, over half of the senior executives we surveyed are actually dissatisfied with the outcomes. Find out why and what you can do to increase your return on your partnering investment. Learn more by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 159. Scroll down to the resources section and click on the link, Download Strategic Alliances Report. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking with Sid Vaidya, a commercial banking professional and professional networker, about how CEOs and others can go beyond the basics of LinkedIn and use it to build and strengthen productive business relationships. Sid, tell us again, how can people find out more about you? Sure. So since we're on the topic of LinkedIn, the fastest way to find me is on LinkedIn. I see the connections directly on my phone. And that's the fastest mm-hmm. way. You just search Sid Vidya, and I'll spell it Sid S I D for David, and Vidya as V for Victor, A I D for David, Y A. Okay. Now you also run a networking event called Switch. Can you tell us real briefly yeah, what that sure. is? So I'm I'm very passionate about networking. Uh, started this many years ago. Uh, that the concept of networking and what I've been doing, and I wanted to bring it all into one picture. So I've been part of multiple networking groups, big and small, and uh, ran a couple as well for other folks. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'd like to merge all of this into one little piece. And so the concept is really open networking up front and open networking at the end and in the middle. It's my switch agenda, and that mm-hmm. agenda is really only for, I can only say, for the people that actually come to my switch meeting. So I did a case study. Me and my uh, my, my contact who uh, we started switch uh, you know, earlier this year, we did uh, two months ago, we did um, a random phone call to six individuals. They didn't know that each other were getting phone calls, um, and we said, hey, out of these people, who have you met? Four out of the six actually met after our meeting. And that's a fantastic number. 
That's, this is a great example, and we're going to leave the details for people to contact you through LinkedIn. That way you can share more. It's a really interesting idea and another example of what you can do when you actively yep. put your mind to making and deepening business relationships. And one more little plug, uh, if you don't mind. So I actually have a switch group on LinkedIn as well, and I'm merging actually uh, LinkedIn into my model as well. So just plug out there for that. Ah, okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. So let's talk a little bit about these immediately useful ideas. And the first one is, what would be an immediately useful idea for making relevant introductions? You know, I hate it when somebody just throws introductions at me and there's no relevance, and I never want to do that to anybody else. Well, in order to develop that relevant introduction, you need to make sure there's a relevancy in the connection as well. So what i been recommending and I do it religiously is when I want to go and connect with somebody and I have no idea who I want to connect with, I figure out filters. So may that be in the industry. So if I'm trying to target the tech industry, well, within tech, what particularly? And so I, I use the filters feature on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. it's done me wonders. Um, but that's, that has been my biggest driver in introductions. If you're trying to find a way to meet this person, Figure out those relevancies within LinkedIn. And you can do it two ways. One is by the filter feature. Or two, if you want to particularly network with that one particular individual, it's mm -hmm. it's go getting onto their page and reviewing the data and trying to find that relationship, which you know we'll, we can hopefully talk about further on. Okay. So for example, if there's somebody in the food industry that I think could benefit from talking with you or meeting you, I would tell them and connect the two of you through a mutual LinkedIn yeah. connection, right? That's yes, which I, uh, I, I do. I call it my thankful Tuesdays and I do it every Tuesdays. I pick one person from uh -huh. my LinkedIn network or my general network and I make it their day by connecting them to multiple people on my LinkedIn page. It's a wonderful thing. So, Sid, uh, another immediately useful idea, we were talking about changing these casual contacts that you don't really know to a mutual beneficial relationship or conversation. What is a first thing that somebody can do to actually get that started? Yeah, so I actually did a... Uh, you know, you can call it a test case. So I, I deal with a lot in the, the food side, but I was I also deal with a lot of transportation logistic companies as well. A uh, little bit of background in the past with that space as well. But I find topics, I find data. I, I'm 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 very big about adding value. That's that's a very big thing about me. And that that you know, hopefully this whole thing is adding value to to your folks uh, that are listening as well as you guys. But really find the topic. And I'll give you an example. Is uh, roughly about a month ago in the transportation industry, um, there was a very large player in the Northeast that uh, filed for bankruptcy. So I was actually interested in getting feedback from other C-level people in this industry within that transportation, that space. So I reached out to him and I said, you know, dear Miss, Mr. So-and-so, you know, this company has recently, you know, this is a story. I'd like to get your opinion on what went down or how, how did it happen? And what do you see as the outcome? And are you guys affected? Because I have clients in this space and I'd like to learn more about this. The crazy uh -huh. part is I did this to about 20 people, 20, 20 C-level connections, 16 mm -hmm. of them connected with me and replied back. Okay. So you're making it relevant and specific, specific 
And very specific. And, yeah. it, and, it, and it got them to talk to me. Because, and and it, look, it was actually really more for my knowledge because I have clients in that space and I wanted to make sure I stay top of mind. And who better to ask than those people that are already in the trenches? Because I remember as a C-level person myself in my family food business that I was down in the trenches. So when somebody wanted to ask me these type of really hard, like very complicated questions, I was so open to talk about it. And it wasn't, didn't feel like a sales thing. So that's very important. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. And a couple of them said, Hey, let's talk back in a couple months. They weren't ready for my services by any means, but it was really more of a introduction and they appreciated it. So the idea is that over time, you're creating value, you're deepening the relationship. And that goes to our third immediately useful idea, because you're going to need to stay top of mind, but you want to do it in a respectful way. So what would that be? So the, the easiest way to stay top of mind with people is to begin creating content. Content means video and picture post. I'm talking also writing articles. I'm talking commenting on other people's posts. You know, a lot of people just click that like button and move on. Do you know mm -hmm. there's now six features to the like button? And I did a post on this as well, a couple, like two weeks ago, telling people that, hey, don't just do the like, go and do the celebrate, go and do the insightful, go and do the curious. There's other buttons now tied to the like button. But more importantly, beyond the likes, I'm telling people comment because commenting will get your name out there with me. So I become your medium pretty much. But creating content is the fastest way to stay top of mind within a respectful form and without actually harming any relationships. This is great. Sid, you have certainly created value today. Here we are at the end of our podcast. Any final thoughts that you'd like to leave us with with regard to deepening relationships using LinkedIn? Sure. So, you know, LinkedIn is definitely a place where um, I see a very big opportunity for business relationships. And it's also one of the quickest ways because it gets right to the phone, which if, if you're living, unless you're living in a stone age lifestyle, you have a cell phone that usually has these type of apps. So it's the quickest way, but also I'm telling people focus on providing value and knowledge, right? Take it that extra step, teach somebody something new. For me, teaching people how to network, teaching people what time management is about, that's also building up my connections. And some people may say, hey, but you're on the, the financial service space. I say, yeah, but that's also developing the conversation. It's an icebreaker, right? And also with LinkedIn, it takes time. So if, you know, if you're not getting the right amount of connections, I mean, it took me time to develop this out. It's going to take time. You have to test it out. You have to learn it. And if that requires a little bit of time, that's just, you know, that's, that's the amount of work you got to put into it. Then you're going to get the value back. So it, you know, it's definitely worth it. Well, Sid, thanks again for joining us on Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Scott. And thank you to the audience. Thanks, Sid. And thanks to you out there for listening. To get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com, episode 159. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to consider. What are three things specifically that I can do in the next month to strengthen my relationships with people on my LinkedIn network?
Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.